you know, we need to stop going through the motions and establish that goal and then reverse engineer it backwards that way we actually have a plan in place in order to help us get there. What's up, what's up, ambitious and fit friend? Hope you're having a great week so far and you've had an amazing Thanksgiving week if you spent it with your family or your friends or even by yourself with your fur babies or traveling. I hope that you had a really great time. A quick recap for us, like we went from my parents' house to my in-laws and we had ham, we had turkey, we had sweet potatoes with marshmallow on top. We had all of the amazing foods. My mom and I even made this puff pastry, little pizza with some prosciutto on top. Oh, it was delicious and so, so good. So I definitely spent my 20% of enjoying and living a little on that day. I drank, I ate, I had all the desserts on the planet. You best bet I had all the chocolate and sausage balls in the whole world. And it was fantastic. So I hope that you've had a great Thanksgiving too or a holiday week if you're located here in the U.S. And it just really shows me how much amazing things can happen when you just take a moment to pause, look at the really good things that are in your life and just be thankful for them, for, you know, your friends, your family, your spouse or your partner, your significant other, or even just you know, your your pets or your family and just really taking that time to say, wow, I'm actually in a good spot. Yes, things, you know, grass is greener, always on the other side and you were ambitious and fit women. Like we're the ones that are, you know, wanting to go, 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 go. But, you know, sometimes we need to be more present and live in the moment and just be thankful for all the great things we have going on in our lives. And I know that there's still some crap that's still, you know, happening in our lives in general, but we need to outweigh and just really think about, hey, there are some really great things happening too. So that was amazing. Another recap that we did was um, Tony and I went to Chicago. We did a little getaway. So Tony was traveling there for work and I said, you know what, screw it. Let's go. Let's have a full, you know, weekend out of it. We went to Ghirardelli. We went and did the office experience. Y'all, if you love the show, The Office, guys, this was the greatest experience ever. I didn't have a whole lot of hope because it was like $50 each. And then I thought it was going to be like walking around the set a little bit, maybe just in the office. But y'all, we were there for an hour and a half. I even got some joggers with the office labeled all over it. And it was so fun. Tony was like a kid in a candy store. It was so great. So if you are in Chicago or you're planning to go to Chicago here in the next month or, you know, before January 15th, I think that's the date that they mentioned, the office experience is where it's at. We got so much merch. It was insane. But Tony was on cloud nine. Basically, it was like his early Christmas present. And I'm never going to hear the end of it because it was so fun. So pop over to my Instagram if you want to see some pictures. It was a blast. But in general, you know, really just having some quality time and really focusing these past two weeks to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and being more present in the moment because I always tend to be focusing on what's next has just been, oh, it's been a breath of fresh air. And of course, naturally, I, of course, then of course had actually scheduled a conference that I'll be attending later on this week. So I'm going to say that my two weeks of off time really went to two and a excuse me, went to one and a half. 
of weeks off. And that's just because I have the best friend in the whole planet. Uh, My friend Rachel is taking me to a mindset management conference for some continued education. That way my clients can benefit from some of uh, the amazing teachings of Dr. Caroline Leaf, which I'm really excited about. So Anyways, those are just some updates and things that are coming down the pipeline. I will, of course, give you a full recap when those things are done, but I just hope that you are having a really great day and that you are staying present and you're staying in the moment and just remembering the things that you're grateful for. So anyways, I do want to go ahead and shift into our topic for today is going to be something that I've really thought a lot about recently, and this is about holding yourself accountable previous episodes, we've been talking about ways for you to be held accountable by others. And because sometimes it's a lot to be able to put on ourselves whenever it comes to holding ourselves accountable. So maybe it's a significant other or a gym partner, an accountability partner, or maybe your friends or your family, or even working with a coach or a trainer, somebody that has the expertise or a mentor that can be able to help you and walk you through it and give you the blueprint essential to be able to meeting your goals, especially whenever accountability is something that you struggle with. But fully understand that not everybody is able to have somebody else hold them accountable. And this could be due to finances. This could be due to not running in a good circle or maybe not having somebody that supports you to be able to rely on to help you be held accountable. And so that's the reason why I wanted to touch on this topic today is because not everybody has the perfect situation. And, you know, I want to be able to help you be able to hold yourself accountable when it comes to the big goals that you have regarding your fitness, personal goals, maybe it's with your finances or your career, different things that are coming up for you. So that's why we definitely want to touch on these five ways to be able to hold yourself accountable. Let's go ahead and dive on in. All right, so number one is going to be establishing a long-term goal and then reverse engineering it. So I think the very first thing for us to keep in mind is that If we don't have a path, then we don't have clarity on where we're going. If we don't have a direction, then we don't have an idea of where we want to end up, right? And so um, a quote that I just thought of right now was, I was listening to something I think was from Prince EA. If you guys don't follow him on Instagram, I love all of his stuff, his videos, the different points that he makes is just fantastic. But one of the videos that he had posted about was about direction and clarity, similar to this establishing of a long-term goal. And if you don't have the direction, and you don't have that goal set in place, you can end up in a completely different destination. So he made the analogy of saying that if you were to go from Dallas, so we'll, uh, for example, let's say that we're doing a flight from Dallas, right? And that's where I'm from. And so let's say that we were wanting to go to New York City, for example, and all of a sudden we didn't have a clear direction or we didn't follow our compass or our plan or our long-term goal in order to get to New York. So from Dallas to New York. Even just a two-degree shift or a two-degree change can have you then end up in North Carolina. For example, you just shifting the plane, even by two degrees, can then shift you into a different direction. So that's why it's really important that we are establishing a long-term goal, having some clarity behind it, and then reverse engineering on how we're going to be able to get to that destination just in general. So first things first. What do you want to achieve? Let's even use the next. I think that it's really good to break things out in either trimesters or quarters. So whether you're a three-month or a four-month gal, 
whatever works best for you. It doesn't matter. Right now, I'm looking at my life in trimesters now. I was looking at it quarterly, but now I think the magic of 16 weeks when it comes to my clients, for myself and for my goals, it's actually been pretty beneficial just to shift more to a 16-week time frame just for me personally. So looking at the next trimester, so looking at it from you know December to March, for example, what do I want to accomplish in the next four months? What does that look like for myself? If I was to picture myself four months from now, what would that picture look like? How would I look? How would I feel in terms of my fitness? How would I feel in my business? What does the podcast look like? What's my big picture goal? And then once I have established that, reverse engineering it month by month, week by week to figuring out, well, what does that even look like? You know, we need to stop going through the motions and establish that goal and then reverse engineer it backwards the way we actually have a plan in place in order to help us get there, right? So number one is make sure to establish a long-term goal. So set that goal, have that girl in your mind, think of how she is, think of how she acts, think of her daily routine, where is she at in terms of her finances, her career, her love life, her fitness journey, where is she at? Where is she at? Establish that as a goal, but be concrete, be specific. So for me personally, in the next four months, something that I would like to do is I will be working with a business coach by that time. I'm really excited about that. We're also going to be moving into our house. So really excited. The house stuff has just been a little crazy in terms of the shortages. We had to wait for windows for a really long time, like two and a half months. So that pushed back our you know, move-in date by two and a half months. So we're guessing we'll probably move in February, March. So for me and for my personal trimester goals, that includes my finances and also making sure that everything is good to go from a house standpoint in the next trimester. That correlates in my business. That also correlates in my fitness journey. So for my fitness journey, I'm wanting to, you know, build and lean out my lower body even more than I have recently. And that's because I've fallen in love with getting results. Um, so I just, I've got the bug and I've tasted it and I just, I need to eat the whole pie sort of deal. So In addition to the Ambitious and Fit Women that are starting the program here in just the next week or so, I'm really excited because I'm going to be doing my own goals alongside them and doing the program with them. So I'm pumped about that. I believe that you need to practice what you preach. So I'm definitely doing all the things that I'm going to be doing with them. So that's just really fun and exciting there. But in general, though, I'm wanting to make sure that, you know, I'm putting together my own goals and what does that look like in terms of, you know, my training? What does it look like in terms of my food, switching things up, all of that? And then personally speaking, I want to be able to spend a little more time on self-care for myself and kind of prioritizing myself. And I know that sounds a little bit selfish, but I think that you know what I'm saying, that I am a people pleaser. I do so much for other people and I absolutely love that, but I need to be more clear on setting more clear boundaries and doing the things that I want to do and that my family wants to do versus trying to please everybody else all the time. I've done a good job in the past couple of years on that, but I think that you can totally relate where sometimes it's just a, it's that 1% better each and every day. And that's something that's, that's on my trimester goals. So anyways, I think that more so it's uh, related to, you know, the house and my fitness goals and my business goals for the next four months. That's what I'm looking at. So hopefully they gave you some ideas on some of the things that you want to work on when it comes to you and to your goals, but establishing a long-term goal and then reverse engineering it on how that would look on a week-to-week basis. Start going from a trimester to a month-to-month to a week-by-week. That way you can then 
prioritize your habits to then be able to meet that goal. So then that also goes into number two really nicely because it's set a timeline for yourself. So for me personally, for these goals, I have decided that, okay, my long-term goal is to be X amount for the house and then also be able to, you know, have this fitness goal achieved. And for me and my goal, I have set that as March 1st. March 1st, I want to have all of these things done. That is my timeline. So then I'm going to be breaking things out on a month to month basis. I'm going to start you know, December 6th, I'm going to go from a month to month basis here. I'm going to be tracking different things like that. So creating the overall timeline and where I want to be able to go and all of that. So what does that look like? I am going to be setting mini milestones, mini milestones in terms of, okay, I want to be able to hit this number by, you know, January 1st. I want this launch to do X, Y, and Z. I want for my fitness goal, I want to be able to uh, lean out by about three pounds or so and be able to have more curves in my lower body by, you know, February 1st, you know, anything like that, that way I can say, okay, here are the timelines. And then also that gives me the opportunity to celebrate those milestones as they come. A lot of us get so mixed up in the wanting to be at the destination or be at that long-term goal. And we forget to celebrate the little things, celebrate some of the greatest achievements in life. And those are in the small details, right? It's all about the journey and the process. So making sure that each at the beginning of each month, we're celebrating each of those little things and each of those milestones to help us get there. So that also helps me just create an overall schedule. You guys know I'm very much a to-do list oriented person. So if I map out what the next four months look like for myself, I can create a schedule that way I can feel like this is achievable, digestible, and then we'll reduce my overwhelm overall. So just something I would highly recommend there, but for sure, make sure that you're celebrating along the way. So number three is huge because we need to adjust our mindset and our mindset is everything. Remember that your thoughts turn into your feelings, which turn into your actions, which turn into your results, right? So keeping that in mind and making sure to adjust your mindset to get ready to do those things, to accomplish those things. Um, that's something that I've been working a, a lot on recently. And that's another reason why I'm doing that conference um, this upcoming week with Rachel, with Dr. Caroline Leaf. And when it comes to a behavioral change or the the thing that you want to do in your life, if you want to be different, you have to do things different. And it's adjusting your mindset to be open to getting out of your comfort zone, falling in love with the unknown and shifting that mindset to doing things that you're uncomfortable doing. And so that's something that I constantly work with on my with my clients on, really shifting that mindset to be able to turn that into a lifestyle. So adjusting our mindset to really get ready to, you know, receive and be able to actually go forth and do those goals because we've never done it before, right? So adjusting our mindset is going to be key because that's then going to tell your subconscious mind that, yes, I am ready. I am doing this. This is a thing that I'm doing and law of attraction is real. So making sure that you are open to that and you are working towards it, that way your subconscious mind to get to work to doing it. Because if you tell your subconscious mind, if your thoughts are the thing that's saying, I got this, I'm doing this, here's how I'm going to get there. And you feel confident with that. Boom, your subconscious mind is going to be like, sure, we're going to look for every opportunity to make this happen. So shifting your mindset is going to be huge when it comes to that. And I have other episodes as well. Um, If you want to go back a couple of episodes about mindset shifts or blocks, definitely really go into listen to as you're going through your journey, because I mean, 
mindset is everything. An equation that talks about that success is 80% mindset and 20% mechanics. The systems, the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, the habits. 80%, majority of the percent is your mindset. So we got to gear up. We got to get, we got to put on the armor. We got to get ready for battle. Like we need to go and prep ourselves and get ready and prepare to be able to charge into the things that we want to do to accomplish our goal. Right? So uh, number four is to make sure that you're finishing one task before you start another. This is one I am so working on right now. And I don't know about you, but you guys, we're so ambitious. We are crazy just in general when it comes to, we have all these different goals. And let's say that you have six long-term goals. And I mean, if you have six long-term goals, that is awesome. But let's make sure that we are hitting them one at a time and not trying to do them all at once. And I'm preaching to the choir here because this is something I have had to work on especially. And I even was talking to one of my clients a couple of days ago and she said, oh my gosh, I need to make a list of how many goals I have. I need to like just map it out and have like a a tiered system on how everything would work instead of just focusing on the six things that I want to do and just philandering or going through the motions, just thinking I'll probably figure it out. And As much as I want to say that we are masters of multitasking, because women, y'all, we are superhuman. (laughs) The men love them all. I absolutely love my husband. I love all of our friends. You know, it's just one of those things that we are superhuman where we can multitask really freaking well. You're listening to a podcast right now and you are either working out or you're at the grocery store or you're doing the dishes, cleaning the house, feeding the baby or your dogs. Like you are clearly doing something else as I'm in your earbud. And P.S. I love you. You're doing amazing. Keep it up. But when it comes to your big picture goals and the big needle moving things that you want to do in your life, y'all, we have to focus on completing one thing first before we go into another. So for me personally, I am working on a second certification for fitness coaching and nutrition and all of that. And it's simply because that my first one was awesome. A lot of the second certification items are pretty repetitive overall, but they're giving me new approaches to information. And if you're like me, it's great to be able to hear something similar, but hear it from a different person, hear it from a different approach, because it might land better or give you a new style to be able to learn, or you may even learn something completely new. So that's the reason why I'm doing this second certification. And I'm really excited about it. But of course, I already have my sights on a third certification related to more of the mindset and the life coaching style of everything. And I got to slow my roll a little bit because I, of course, need to finish the second one before all of a sudden I shift and go into the third one. And then I'm also, of course, thinking of business coaching. I'm hiring a business coach. I've already selected him. I'm really excited about working with him. But... After Tony and I, Tony is like my manager. He's the greatest human alive. Like he's not only my best friend and the love of my life, but he's also the one that's like, holy crap, take a moment. Your brain is like 60 million tabs open. Like let's figure out what you have on your plate right now. And then let's analyze everything. And so what he and I did was we had actually separated everything out in terms of the house and my business and, you know, my work and the things that I'm doing and the podcast, all of the amazing things that we have going on. So thankful, so blessed. But he looks at me and he goes, hey, I love you, but I think that you're going to need to finish the second certification, focus on the podcast, focus on your clients, and then also focus on the house stuff before we start working with this guy. And and I've already talked 
talked with him. He is fantastic. He's so great about it. And so that's more so I'm going to be joining his next round that he has coming up here in the spring. But he was so great because he was like, yeah, you have a lot going on. I'm like, I freaking know. So it's important that as, you know, in ways of holding ourselves accountable, we need to make sure that we reduce the overwhelm and we are finishing one task before we start another. So my goal is definitely making sure to maintain everything when it comes to my clients in the podcast, but go ahead and just finish the second certification, finish out everything else. That way I can feel really good about what the next trimester is going to be bringing. And that just is going to help me hold myself accountable because I get overwhelmed and I want to do 5 million things. But if you try to do 5 million things, you're no longer good at one thing and you no longer get to accomplish that one thing. So holding yourself accountable is going to be huge when it comes to your mindset, as we just talked about, and also finishing one task before you start another. So number five for the fifth way to be able to hold yourself accountable is definitely making sure to track your progress. Track your progress, whether it's in a notebook, it's in the notes on your phone, whether it's via a app. So let's say that it's your fitness goals that you're trying to track for yourself. There are so many great apps out there. There are so many. I mean, there is, you know, my fitness pal, there's LifeSome. I mean, you can even just uh, Google Keep even if you want to. Um, I would even just say notes on your phone too is just really great. Or even just pull up a Word document, write down when it comes to your fitness goals each week, what your weight is track your photos, you know, talk about how you're feeling, just write down some of your progress, write down how, how strong you're feeling when it comes to your finances or maybe your career, start talking about what the next few weeks have been, what the past few weeks have been like and where you want to go. Just track your progress and almost have a, a review or a, a look at your overall performance and your execution. Are you doing the things you said you would do? Are you actually doing it? Are you, actions speak over words. Are you wanting something? Are you doing something? Are you committing to it? And so tracking your progress gives you a clear identification of, am I doing the dang thing? And it's a great way to be able to make sure you're accelerating yourself and slingshotting yourself forward when it comes to making sure that you're holding yourself accountable and meeting those goals as well. So those are really huge items there for holding yourself accountable just in general. This is a pretty short slash sweet episode episode of 20 minutes, 20 minutes, you know what I mean? But you guys, I want to give you a quick recap of the five ways to be able to help hold yourself accountable. And so that's going to be number one, make sure that you establish a long-term goal and reverse engineer it. So really map out, reverse engineer from the points that you're wanting to do it. Let's say March 1st and go backwards based off months and weeks on how you're going to be able to get there. Number two is set a timeline for yourself. So making sure that you have milestones and different points that way you can celebrate along the way when it comes comes to making sure you have are you know meeting great progress and enjoying the journey. Number 3 is adjust your mindset. So making sure to shift into if I want to be different, I have to do things differently. So I need to be able to shift into the mindset of this person that is going to be, you know, going for this change, right? And then number 4 is finish one task before you start another. I know we have 6 million tabs open in our brains, but we need to close, you know, the 5 million plus and be able to just have that 
one open. That way we can get that thing done, feel good, move on, and go to the next thing. Because that's what's really going to help us when it comes to achieving our goals and reducing any overwhelm that's coming our way. And then number five is definitely track your progress. Uh, I would even recommend just a weekly basis. So if you're looking at things from a, a monthly or a quarterly or a trimester perspective, what I would definitely say is just track it on a weekly basis. Look at the past week. How did you do? How did you perform? And make and even use like a zero through five scale. So that's what I do with my clients in terms of their education, uh, excuse me, their execution score. And I say, okay, so out of, you know, uh, one through five, how did you feel your execution was this past week when it comes to your fitness goals and every, and your meals and your, you know, exercises, your fitness, all the above. How'd you do? Do that for yourself. Take pictures, do all of that. Like help make sure that you're tracking your own progress. So that is huge when it comes to holding yourself overall accountable. But the biggest piece I do want to mention is while we're here in each other's earbuds today is regardless if you have a support system, regardless if you're working with a coach, regardless if you are on your own and you're definitely the person that's, you know, the ambitious woman that's like, I'm going to be quiet about my goals and I'm going to shock everybody when they're done. That's another reason to hold yourself accountable. I get it. I get it because I actually did this, you know, for maybe about two years of my fitness journey. I was holding myself accountable especially in the early stages where I was just kind of navigating through the waters on my own. And that's so powerful. The mental toughness and discipline that you are creating right now is going to be unmatched. So regardless of anything, I just want you to know that you are meant for big things. That goal you have in your mind, you need to get there. You owe it to yourself to get to that place because that's what's going to make you happy at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like definitely be present, be grateful, be thankful for the things you have in your life right now, just like we talked about at the beginning of the episode. But at the same time is like you owe it to yourself to make those changes, to hold yourself accountable and go and do the dang thing because there's so much light, love, happiness. There's so much on the other side once you get there, right? So enjoy the journey, trust the process, but go get what's yours, girl. This is what you need to do in your life. You deserve it. That's what's so important. So anyways, that's a wrap. I hope that this was helpful and you go into December so freaking strong. You guys, we only have five weeks left until the end of 2021 and I could not be more excited that we get to do this together. We're doubling down in December when it comes to these episodes. So please enjoy. Let me know. Pop over to Instagram and say hi at Michelle underscore Stallings fit. Let me know what you're loving on the podcast anything, anything you want to hear more about, or even just have me say thank you. I I, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. And I love you guys so, so much. I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. See you later. Hey there. Hope you love the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. And I also just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Love you guys so much and catch it in the next episode.